Hagigad Daf Zayin. The last thing we were discussing was the four rabbis who went up to Pardes. We talked a lot about Ahir and Shab and who went off to Derech. Then we started with Rabbi Akiva, went up to the Shamaim and came back peacefully. The Malachim wanted to push him away or he shouldn't get what he deserves. And Hashem told the angels to leave him alone. And with that, we're starting Tetzan Amud Aleph, first line in, first word on the first line, my darash, what was Rabbi Akiva's drasha? This way he was able to go up there, not get hurt. So Amar Baba Barhana, Amar Hanan, it says, Kodesh, which means, Othu, Ata is a sign. So, Othu, Bebaba Shelo. There's a sign to where Kadosh Baruch Hu is in his uh, between his malachim. What's dagul It's something that is conspicuous, something that you can tell where it is in his uh, in the malachim or with all those malachim. What's Hashem Tzavaot Shemo? The army. It's Tzavaot's army. So Adon Hu Batzavaot Shemo. Hashem is a master over his army. Rabbi Chiyabar Abba Marbi Yohanan Rabbi Akiva was Doresh Lo Beruach Hashem V'Haruach Rash The Hashem is not with wind because after the wind comes loud noise Lo Beruach Hashem V'Haruach Esh And after the Rash, the noise, there's fire Lo Ba'esh Hashem V'Haruach Esh After the fire called the Mamad Akad is a quiet sound V'Hine Hashem Over Meaning wherever there's quiet, that's where Hashem is and that's how Rabbi Akiva knew where to go without overstepping his boundaries. Tanur Rabbanan, Shisha de Barim Neim Rubashidim. Six things they say about the Shidim. Shilosha Kimelcheshadet. Three things are like the Malachim. Shilosha Kibna Adam. And three like human beings. Shilosha Kimelcheshadet. For example, Yeshlaim Kenafaim Kimelcheshadet. They have wings like Malachim. Vitasim Sofalam Baat Sofok Kimelcheshadet. And they can fly from one end of the earth to the other like Malachim. Vyodaim Mashat. And they know what's going to happen in the future, like Malachim. And the Gemara asks, They really know what's going on, what's going to happen. It, it sounds like they know on their own. Ella, rather, no. They listen from behind the curtain, just like Malachim. Three things like Bnei Adam, like human beings. They eat and drink like human beings. They have children like human beings. And they could even die like human beings. And on that note, there were six things said about human beings. Three like the Malachim, three like animals. Like three ways, like, like angels. They have knowledge, they have understanding like Malachim. And they walk upright like Malachim. And they speak in Lashon Kodesh like Malachi Asharet. Three like animals. They eat and drink like animals. And they have children like animals. And they go to the bathroom like animals. Now we learned. Anyone who looks at four things. It's befitting for him not to come to this world. So, I understand if someone tries to figure out what's above the earth, what's below the earth, what's behind the earth. 
and below the earth, we learned that Hashem's hands are under the earth. So if you're asking what's under that, you're could be a whole asking what's holding up a Kadosh Baruch Hu. So Lechaya, I understand these things. El Lefanim, what happened before, what's to make a difference? Mad Hava whatever happened, happened. So Rabbi Yohanan, Rabbi Al-Azad, they both said, It's like a king who told his slaves, Benuli I want you to build me a big castle, a big palace on top of a big garbage. And they went and they built it. The king never wants people to mention that they used to be a garbage there. And we learned, Anyone who doesn't worry about the honor of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it's befitting that he didn't come to the world. So what exactly are you talking about? So It's a person who looks at the rainbow. It's a person who does avera in private. How do we know that's no good? Because it says by the It's like the rainbow that's going to be in a cloud beyond Mageshem on a rainy day. It's the light that's around Hashem. It's the same idea. Meaning, since the rainbow color or the rainbow is something sort of like what's the light around Hashem, then you, a person shouldn't be looking at it as uh, for kavod for Hashem. Rabbi Yosef, a person who does avera in private, kider bitzhak, kider bitzhak said, the amar bitzhak, kol avera avera baseter, kilu dochek raglashchina. Anyone who does avera in private, it's as if he's pushing the feet of the kadosh baruch hu. Shneimar ko amar Hashem, Hashemim kisi baaretz adom raglai. He said, uh, the Pasuk says that the, uh, the the land, the earth, is where Hashem puts his stool. When someone um, does an avera, it's as if he's pushing Hashem's feet. Ini, but is that true? But didn't Rabbi Azaken say, if someone says that his Yetzirah is getting strong, he should go to a place where nobody knows him. Wear black clothing and cover himself in black. And do whatever his heart desires. And do not desecrate Hashem's name in public. So you see, it's better to do an Avera in private than to do in public. There's no contradiction. Depends. If a person could hold off on his Yetzirah to control his Yetzirah, then it's better than not to do Avera. But if a person can't control Yetzirah, then it's better to do it in private. And very interesting, Tosafot, it says that not telling you to go do the Avera that way, it's just saying that maybe if we tell you to do it this way, maybe while traveling and while getting dressed black, maybe the person's heart will break and he won't do the Avera. And the Rasha Nahmani. She was the translator of Rish Lakish. A person looks at three things, his eyes weaken. Number one is Bakeshet, the rainbow, Bakeshet, the rainbow, the image of Kevod Hashem, or that light around Hashem, is like that, is like that of a rainbow. Moshe should give Yeshua some of that glow that's on him. In the same way, you can look at Moshe, you can look at Yeshua, same idea. 
המסתכל בכהנים בזמן שבית המקדש קיים, when the בית המקדש was up, שהיו עומדים על דוכן, and they were standing on the platform, מברכים את ישראל בשם המפורש, they would bless Israel with the special name of Hashem, and Tosfot brings down the name of Yerushalmi, that even today one is not allowed to look at the כהנים when they're doing כהנים, because his mind might go off the beracha, you remember you have to have the correct intention, And very interesting to also put. Now, the Arash, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Nachmani, Metorgamene, Redesh Lakish, Shmai Dikhtiv, Al Taminu Berea, Al Tepteho Be'aluf. Do not trust someone who tells you to do Avera, and don't trust that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to forgive. Meaning, Im Yomar Lecha Yetzara, Hatov HaKadosh Baruch Hu Mohel, If the Yetzara tells you sin, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu will forgive, Al Tamin, don't trust. Shinema Al Tamin Berea, don't trust that Rea, Rea is like Roshon Ra, Ve'en Ra, Ele Yetzara Ra. Which is the Yitzra. Shneemar ki Yitzra lev adam ra. The person's Yitzer is ra. Ve'en aluf. There's no general. Ela kadosh baruch hu. Shneemar aluf ne'urai ata. Now shemetu mar mi me'id bi. If you're going, maybe a person is going to say, who's going to testify that I sinned? Adav ne'beto ve'korot beto shel adam. Hem me'idin bo. The stones and beams of a person's house, they're going to testify on him. Shneemar ki ebin miket iz'ak ve'chav pis. Me'etz ya'anena, even, and is the stone, and the hafis is the beam, they're going to answer, meaning they're going to uh, testify. V'chachamim umrim, nishmato shel adam ma'idah, but presence of the shama will testify against him. Sh'nemar, mishokhebet ha'kecha lies within your chest, sh'mopet ha'pecha, watch what you have to say. Ezo yidava sh'shokhebet b'chako shel adam, what's uh, sleeping in a person's chest, v'yomer ezo nishama. רבי זריקה אמר שנאמר לך שרת תמלווין אותו הן מעידין בו. רבי זריקה says יש תום מלאכים לרוק אמרנו את הפרזנטיקון תסתפיו. שנאמר כי מלאכה וצווה לך לשמורך בכל דרכיך. וחכמים אומרים האיבריו של אדם מעידין בו. פרסנס לימז הוא תסתפיו הם שנאמר ואתם עדיין נראו מהשם ואני אל. You yourself will be the witnesses and I משם. Now the next Mishnah is going to mention the couples that are mentioned at the beginning of Pirkei Avot. They are Nisi'im Avot Behtin, and this is the first Mahloket of Am Yisrael. And the Mahloket is, is when someone brings a Korban on Yom Tov, is he allowed to do Semicha or not? He has to lean on the, he has to put his hands on the, on the animal and lean on it. The question is, are you allowed to use an animal on Yom Tov for a Korban or not? And the Mishnah starts as follows. Yossi Yosef ben Yo'ezer Omer, Shelo Lismoch, he says you're not allowed to lean. Yosef ben Yohanan Omer, Lismoch, you are allowed to lean. Yoshua ben Perachia Omer, Shelo Lismoch, you're not allowed to nita arbedi Omer, Lismoch, you are allowed to. Yehuda ben Tabah Omer, Shelo Lismoch, you're not allowed to lean. Shimon ben Shatah Omer, Lismoch, you're allowed to lean. Shemaya Omer, Lismoch. Shemaya says you're allowed to lean. Abtalion Omer, Shelo Lismoch, you're not allowed to lean. Hillel Omnachem. They didn't argue, and they both said you're allowed to lean. Once Menachem left, Nichnas Shamai, and then Nichnas came instead of Menachem, and he argued on Hillel. Shamai Omer Shalli Smoch. Shamai says you're not allowed to lean. Hillel Omer Harishonim Hayu Nesiim Ushniim Lahem Abot Betin. The first one of every pair was an Asi, and the second one was an Avetin. So you have Yosef ben Yo'ezer and Yoshua ben Perachia and Yehuda ben Tabai 
and Hillel who are Nesi'im, and you have Yosef ben Yohanan, Nitai Arbeli, Shimon ben Shatah, Abdelion, and Menachem and Shammai who are Avot Betin. And the Gemara starts, Tanura Banan, Shelosham Rishonim, three of the first five couples, Shamu who said Natalin, Ushnaim Zugot Ahonim, and two, the first two of the second uh, or the last two groups, Shamudlismoch that said Talin, Hayunisim, they were the Nasim, Ushniim Laim, and the ones who were next to them, those were Abot Bet Din. That's the very Rebbe Meir Vachachamim Omrim. Just one of them was different. That Yehuda ben Tabai was an Ab Betin, and Shimon ben Shatah was a Nasi. And man Tana Who's the following Tana of the following Tana Rabbanan? That Amar Yehuda ben Tabai er Eben Hama. I should see the comfort. It's a language of a swear. Imlo Harak Zomem. If I didn't kill a false witness even though they didn't kill the person he was trying to kill. So there was two witnesses. One of them was caught lying. And Yehuda ben Tabai made sure he got killed. Why? To go against the Tzedokim, that the, the false witnesses don't get killed until they actually killed a, a person. So only after they killed the person, and then they found out they were lying, at that point, they get killed. That's what the Tzedokim said. He wanted to show that even one gets killed even before they killed the person, to, to show them that they're wrong. And the idea is, they were Doresh Nefesh Benefesh, that says about Aidim Zomimim, and Hachamim said, no, Vasitim Zamam what he wanted to do. And that uh, is sort of the Mahloket. And Amar Lo Shimon ben Shatah er Eben Hamayim Lo Shafach Tadam Naki. He basically swore back that uh, you you killed the innocent man. Shalem Ruhachamim En Aidim Zomimin Eragin Atshe Zomushenahem. That witnesses cannot be Aidim Zomimin. They cannot be false witnesses, and they cannot get killed for it until both of them were caught being false. Ve'en Lokin, and they don't get hit Atshe Zomushenahem until both of them are caught being false. Ve'en Mishalin and one, they don't get paid Atshe Zomushenahem until both of them are caught being false. And here is only one of them. Miyad kibel alav Yehuda ben Tabai she'enom morah halachayel b'fnei Shimon ben Shat. At that point, Yehuda ben Tabai accepted upon himself that he's not going to give out a halacha unless he's in front of Shimon ben Shat. And kol yamav shel Yehuda ben Tabai all of his life, I am mishtatech al kivro shel oto harug. He used to cry on the uh, on the grave of that person he killed. He was asking for mechilah. Vaya kolon ishma. Everyone had his voice. Kisvurin am lomar she kolos shel harugu. People thought it was the voice of the person who was killed. And he would say, no, it's my voice to the ocean. You should just know, when I pass away, you won't hear his voice. And the son of Ravah told Ravasheh, what was Yudab bin Tabai trying to say? That tomorrow I'm going to die and you'll see the voice stops. Vidilma Paise Paise, maybe you're gonna go up to Shemaim and you're gonna appease that the person he killed, or or maybe that person that he killed is gonna bring you Dabin Tabai to Deen, and that's why the voice stopped. So the Gemara didn't really understand what Yudabin Tabai was talking about. Now the Gemara goes back to the original question, Maniha. 
who is this Braita like? There was a machloket between Rabbi Meir and Hachamim in regards to Yehuda ben Tabai and Shimon ben Shata, who was an Abvetin, who was Nasi. So who was that last Braita like? Now, Iyamat Bishlama Rabbi Meir. If you want to say like Rabbi Meir, Damash Shimon ben Shata, how's the Abvetin of Yehuda ben Tabai Nasi? Okay, I understand why that the Hidush is that from now on he's going to give out Halachot before Shimon ben Shatah because he was the Nasi and he's going to lower himself to the Avbetin. Rabbanan, if you hold like Rabbanan, the Amra Yehuda ben Tabai was the Avbetin and Shimon ben Shatah was the Nasi. Then Avbetin, before Nasi, before Halacha, can Avbetin give out Halacha in front of the Nasi? That would be Asur. So the says, Lo. No, you have to say that the Braita is like Rabbanan, that Shimon ben Shatah was the Nasi, and still, Maiki Bel Allah, what's the Hidush, the Maiki Bel of the Ka'amah that Yudah ben Tabah was talking about, late Sarufet, to combine, meaning when it comes to combining with other Hachamim, he's not even going to combine with other Hachamim unless Shimon ben Shatah was there. And Tosafot explains it that if there's other rabbis who are going against Shimon ben Shatah and the Deen, he will never combine against Shimon ben Shatah. Now the Mishnah said, Yatsa Menachem v'nichnas Shamai. Menachem left and Shamai came in. Le'echan Yatsa. Where did Menachem go? Abaye Amar Yatsa l'tabut ra'ah. He went off the derech. Raba Amar Yatsa l'abudat ha'melech. He went to go work for the king. Tanya Namiachi Yatsa Menachem l'abudat ha'melech. Menachem went out to work for the king. And with him were 80 couples of Talmidim who dressed in king clothing, in royal clothing. You should never take it lightly in your eyes. The whole idea of leaning on a korban on Yom Tov, is it allowed, is it not allowed, are you using an animal, are you not using an animal? The whole thing is only the Rabbanan, and it was such a big mahluk that, it was, that all the Gdolei Ador would argue on it. And the Gemara asks, Pshita, well, of course you shouldn't be leaning to it in Isur, the Rabbanan, you shouldn't take it lightly. Now, so the Gemara explains, Shavuot, the mitzvah, it's trichaleh. A Shavuot, that there's a mitzvah, the right, that Rabbi Yohanan was trying to explain. Meaning, even if you're doing this, the Rabbanan for a mitzvah was still a mahluket, it wasn't so clear. So that's why Rabbi Yohanan had to explain that it shouldn't be lenient in your eyes. Well, the Gemara says, Hanami Pshita. Well, if it's simple, of course not. Why should it be lenient in your eyes? So the Gemara explains, Lafuke mimande amar besmicha gufa plige. Rabbi Yohanan had to throw that line in that it shouldn't be lenient in your eyes to show you that they're not just arguing in smicha. Meaning, the Hachamim in our Mishnah are not arguing if you have to put your hands on an animal or not on Yom Tov. Rather, Kamash Ma'alan, Rabbi Yohanan was trying to tell us that yes, there's a mitzvah in the Torah to, to put your hands on an animal. And the question is, There's a mahluket as if there's an isur de Rabbanan in doing it or not. And Amare mi barhama shmamina, what do you understand from Rabbi Yohanan? That semicha bichol koho ba'inat, when someone is leaning on an animal, he has to lean with his entire body, with his entire power. The isal kadatach lo ba'inat bichol koho, because if you hold, you don't need your entire power. Micah Avid, what, what's he doing? What's the Israel he's doing? He's just putting his hands on an animal, not even leaning on it, he's not moving in nothing. Lismoch, let him do it. Wait a second, we have a pasuk that says, Daber b'nei Israel v'samach. Speak to b'nei Israel and he and they should lean. B'nei Israel somchin v'en b'nei Israel somchot. 
the men have to lean, not the women. And the reason is either it's because of Baltosif or it's because it looks like they are doing Avodaba Kodashim. And either way, that's Asur with the woman. And Amar Biyosi, Biyosi said that Sahli Abay Lazar, my father Lazar, told me that one time we had a calf of Ziv Haishalamim, and the woman did the Semicha, not because there's a Semicha with the woman, rather just to make them happy, we brought them the the calf and they did the semicha was their korban and they're not going to go inside so we brought it out for them and and if you hold that you need to do semicha with your entire power just because to make them happy we'll be using the kodashim Meaning, if it was Davar Kadosh and it would be Asur, just to make them happy, how could we let them do something that's Asur? They didn't have to put their hands and lean with their entire body, and that's why it wasn't it wasn't a real Semicha. So you don't, shows you don't have to do a real Semicha. Like my aunt says, But you could also say that you need your full power when doing a Semicha. And with the women, He told them, put your hands above it. Looks like Semicha, but wasn't a real Semicha. The Gemara says, if that's the case, when they said, it's as uh, we said before, not because of the Semicha Benashim, but just to make them happy. You should have said that they, they didn't do a real Semicha. It was all fake. So Amar Biyami, what what did the Beretta was trying to say? Hada ve'otkam, it was really one plus another thing. Hada de'let la'smicha kol. Number one, that it wasn't a real smicha. Ve'od, the only reason we did that fake smicha k'de la'asot na'hat ruh le'nashim was just to make them happy. And Amar of Papa Shmami, now what do we learn from here? Sdadin asurin. To use the quote-unquote sides of an animal, which could even be the head, because the real semicha has to use the, the back of the animal, uh, that's asur. The isal because if you want to say to use the sides of an animal, meaning the, the non-important part, the not main parts of an animal to do the semicha, you should just do the semicha on the side or on the or on the head of the animal, which is not the real place where you use an animal. And that would be okay. You have to tell me that Sadadin Asurin, that even on the side parts of an animal like the head is Asur. And Rav Ashe Amara Filutz Temat Sadadin Mutarin. You could even say that Sadadin to use that, let's say the head of an animal is Mutar on Yom Tob. And called the Bahade Gaba Kigabadame. You could also say that anything that is on top of the animal on the back, like the head, which is also on top of the animal, it's just like using the back of the animal. And you can learn the total opposite, that it's a mutar, not asura. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.